Welcome in, everybody. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. I'm Danny Jones. And I am Samantha Jones. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 16. What is this? Reincarnation. Well, I'll be reincarnation. Here we are, oh, episode no. <laughs> 16. <laughs> nice. Um, well, great. This is an interesting one. I, I, I think they're all interesting, but this one is... Cool. Yeah, we've waited a while to do this one so that we could learn more, um, not just like what you read and what you hear, but for ourselves. Yeah. Well, before we jump into this, do you want to just share anything about last week? Guys? Yeah. All right, cool. I have a listener question. Good. I Let's love these. This is from Susan. All right, Susan. Wow, this episode blew my mind. I have never once thought of time as more than just time. We did last week was time. Right. You really have me thinking now. I do have a question, though. You said you have experienced days that you feel you have lived before. I think I understand what you're saying because sometimes I have feelings similar to that. Can you explain a little about what happens during those instances? I'm curious to know what what you experience when that happens. Thanks again for sharing your experiences with us. I have learned so much in the short time you've been doing this podcast. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, Susan. Yeah, thanks, very Susan. Nice. So this is a very interesting, um, I don't know if you want to call it phenomena. That's yeah. one of my favorite words. Sure. Um, but some days I do feel like I've lived this day before. I will wake up and I'll be like, oh, it's Tuesday. It's not. It's Wednesday. Like, no, no, it's Tuesday or or whatever, <laughs> you know. It's Groundhog's Day. It's Groundhog's Day. I say that some days, too. Where And then throughout the day, I will continue to feel that way. Like, today is Tuesday. No, yesterday was Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. All day. And like weird things that will happen that I'll be like, this I, uh, This is boring. This has happened before. Right. And all day I'll be like, boring, done this. It's so weird. And I, I do. I have days like that every once in a while. I don't know about you. Yeah. I mean, I have <clears throat> not necessarily like that, but days don't feel like particular days as much mm-hmm. of the week anymore. Right. Um, That has a lot to do with what I do, but... I still have a kid, so I have to kind of conform to that Monday, Friday, yeah, you know, Monday through Friday kind of yeah. Concept. During during summer, it's more yeah, easy summer, to get off track. Yeah, but um, not as much as you. Yeah, it's more of a deja vu. Kind I, of I think so. I think it it may <clears throat> somehow be connected to my abilities because right. it has gotten stronger. But since what was Susan asking you though? What I experienced. Oh, okay. And that I don't really know how else to describe it, but just going all day feeling like. Yeah, I've done this. And just kind of having a mundane, boring kind of feeling about the day. Right. Like, it usually happens to me on days where nothing happens. <laughs> it's not, which I guess is good, because I wouldn't want to feel like I was reliving right. days that, you know, I don't want to relive. But then it's like, I'm so bored. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. That's how I feel. I've never actually, like, talked about this except to you Mm -hmm. so i don't know if there's other people out there susan says she experiences a little bit i don't know if it's like what i experienced but 
I'm definitely curious to know if other people do. And Susan, if your experiences are like mine, I would love to hear from anybody that has right. any input on that. Because I'd say know. like the only other, besides deja vu for me, the only other thing is that when things transpire in my life, often I have this feeling of like, I knew that they were going to go that way. Right. I think that's more your intuition though. Yeah. than I don't um, know if that's being experienced different points in time or not, but I, whatever. One of the ways I've looked at this is that maybe it's a do over. I've said that before right. um, with like with the way that we talked about time and the things that I've learned. I, I don't think that more. I think it's that I have lived this day before, right. but I do when I feel those things, I do make a conscious effort that day to try and make it better. Maybe mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm making it better than, but if there's instances where I feel like I could be a better person, do something nice for somebody or whatever, I'll just be like, okay, maybe I'm just here to help more right. or whatever on that day. And so I will put a little extra effort in. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, Susan, there is one yeah. <clears throat> person's experience. With yeah. It. Maybe we'll get some yeah. more. I would love to hear them. Yeah. But thanks for asking yeah. the, the question. Thank you. I have some exciting news, too. Uh-oh. We are now on iHeartRadio. Nice. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> and you know what the weird thing is, is I didn't get an email or anything from them. I just was like, I better just check because I know that they, I think you have to have 10 episodes first and we're way past that at this point. And so I just went in and checked and there it was. So people may be, have been listening to us on iHeartRadio already. So that may not be news for some people, Sweet. but it is news for us. Nice. So. But you said that was one of the harder platforms to get on. Yes. And the largest one. I see the most problems with iTunes and iHeartRadio. It's the hardest to get on. I had no problem with iTunes, and this one took longer, nice. for sure. Because I had checked, I want to say like a month ago, and we weren't there yet. So yeah. it happened recently, I think. Good job. Yeah. For, doing for it. both of us. Yeah. And then we were also nominated for a People's Choice Podcast oh, Award. Yay, us. Yay. So those nominations are currently closed. We did have a lot of our listeners that helped us to try and get our numbers up. Thank you, everybody. Yes, thank you so much. And we will know soon. I believe it's um, in two weeks. I want to say it's somewhere around. Oh, wait, here it is. August 10th. August 10th, they will announce the the final nominees i guess you could okay. say and then we'll be able to vote on those so we will give you an update if we have made it down to the final 10 in our category and so keep us in your thoughts wow yeah i, I can't even imagine how many are in that there were 20 in our category <clears throat> oh okay i thought it would yeah. be way bigger no because we're in the religion and spirituality Got it. i could have chose science that was the other one but i felt we fit yeah in this nah. one so so yeah so we'll see yeah. There's 20, and they go down to 10. So fingers crossed. Exciting. Yeah. Cool. For sure. So that's right. what I have for you for the weekly recap. That was a good week recap. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to jump into episode 16 then? I think so. All right. Well, reincarnation, here we come. Reincarnation. So what is reincarnation? What is it? It is the philosophical or religious concept that rebirth of the aspects of an individual persist after bodily death. Depending on the tradition, these existences may be human, animal, spiritual, and even in some case, vegetable. It's interesting. Right. And so I polled our listeners and 85% of the people polled believe in reincarnation. Hmm. This for, interesting. Yes. 
this for me, I think for both of us, when this spiritual awakening started, we were very, very unsure about this topic. Yeah, I would say five years ago, I didn't believe in this at all. I've gone through my life always on a roller coaster of it's real, it's not, it's real, it's not. And then what happened with the spiritual awakening is at first I really didn't think that it was real. And you know why? Because my my brain was trying to be logical about it. Right. I wasn't trying to expand my thoughts. Yeah. I was just stuck in this is what I've been taught. This is what I see. This is what's logical. Right. And you have to step outside of that to see this. And part of the spiritual awakening is that opening your thought process. Meaning it's for me, and I'm not ripping on anybody, but I'm not sitting in a robe on a choir, you know, no. with the sun beaming down on me, singing hallelujah. No. That, it's not that kind of spiritual awakening. No. Um, it, there's definitely a connection to um, a greater source, a God. Yes. And feeling that extension of him, being of him. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> it it was a lot more about opening my mind and not allowing it to be suppressed. Right. Anymore. Absolutely. By what you just said. By everything that I was taught, shown, or basically, and any of that would have been scientific. So exactly why we wouldn't fall into a scientific category on iHeart or iTunes. Totally. Yeah. Because we don't have hard evidence, you know, something that you can hold to believe. Right. But that's the part about opening your mind. Yes, it is. It's about accepting that anything is possible. And I think with this episode, I'd like to challenge people to open their minds and just put aside what you've been taught. Because you know what? I I established my religious beliefs myself pretty much because I wasn't brought up with religion. So I've kind of been able to make a personal decision on this my whole life and, and go with what I feel. And but there was always the thought of, well, if I don't feel the way everybody else does, I'm either going to be outcast or I'm not going to go to heaven. Yeah. And you have to get past that and realize that this is your life. And if something doesn't make sense or if you're just taught to taught something and you've never actually examined it for yourself. Yeah. Just think a little bit deeper. Step outside of it for a little while today Mm. and and just think of things not as the way that you've learned them, but as that there's more possibilities out there. I'm a lot like you. Well, not I wasn't brought up like you, but religion wasn't pushed on me. I, I sought it at about maybe. 18 or 19 something like that and kind of followed that ideal for a few years but yeah i'll tell you what even the things that we're talking about um there there's a common thread through most scriptures of different religions it's just my belief is it's it's been crudely misinterpreted right for sure and over translation of thousands and thousands and thousands of years Well, let me tell you a little bit about what the religions each believe, okay? Because I did pull our listeners on this, and 25% of them said that religion does influence their belief in reincarnation. So that's not a big number, which is good, but that's just our listeners, 
you know, right. there's a whole other audience out there. Yeah, I know so. we're appealing to a demographic. Yeah. So when we're giving these polls, this is not a it, national yeah. poll. No. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really fit everybody. <laughs> no. So we know that number is probably much higher. But let's talk a little bit first about the different religions and what they believe as far as reincarnation goes. Okay. Christianity does not believe in reincarnation. And I'll tell you why. Because resurrection is the complete opposite of reincarnation. Right. Resurrection, they believe that that Jesus was resurrected from the dead. Okay. And resurrection means that not only will the immortal soul live on after death, but also our immortal body will come back. So if resurrection doesn't exist, then that means that Christ couldn't have been risen or so they say he couldn't have been risen if christ was not risen then their preaching is in vain right right but here's a point about that in context of the second coming of christ which the bible says is inevitable is going to happen then that would make reincarnation true in a if way. he comes back in the flesh, yes, that makes reincarnation true. Yes, I, I see what you're saying, but you, something that really struck me about this is that they're talking about the body as well. Right. They're talking about without the body, the soul has no purpose. And pretty much for us, the, the soul is the purpose. Yes. The body is just the it's meat just suit, suit that gets us around. Yeah. I don't want to be stuck in this thing forever. Well, no, I certainly mean, that, not one that's within, been underground. Even within the Christian concept, religion concept is that the soul continues. Right. Once the body's gone. Right. I say the same thing. Mm-hmm. The soul continues. It's not just energy that get, goes into a raindrop and falls from the sky and lands in a puddle and is splashed in by kids. Right. Not that kind of energy. No. You are an identifiable spirit or soul with outside of this realm. Right. On the other side, you need no name. You're recognized for who you are because you are indeed an extension of God. He just allowed you himself to be personalized mm-hmm. by each one of us. Right. So it's similar to that belief yeah. in Christianity outside of the the hell, and right? The, the resurrection part. Right. I'm not real um, sold on that part. No, so, not at all. Um, do I believe he existed, Christ? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I do too, and I believe most of the story. Yeah. I I also could believe that he was resurrected, and we'll get into a religion. We'll have to do a whole show about religion. Yeah. But I could also see that in a different way than what most people would mm-hmm. see. You have to remember that these scriptures were not only translated, but these were people that witnessed a situation and didn't have their phone or something to write down what was happening. They had to go home or whatever and remember it and then write it down. In some cases, it could have been years later. And you know what your memory is like. I mean, I can sit there and think, okay, I'm going to remember this word for word and 10 minutes later, it's completely gone. Right. So, yeah. And a vision can be a vision. It can can not necessarily mean it was manifested in actual form. Right. (laughs) Right. The cool thing is that a lot of Christians are starting to change their mind on this. Well, that was the other point I was going to bring up, too, in other religions as well. Yes. There's a lot of these concepts are now starting to leak 
into different religions, even other, I hear Christians that I know that start to uh-huh. go, questioning a lot. Oh, uh, you know, I don't really think hell is kind of what we think it is. It's right. more of like a level, um, which is essentially mm-hmm. what we believe, that the other yeah. side is much better than this world, and For it's sure. wonderful. But there are levels. You still have to work. You're not floating on clouds, right. playing harps, and no. shooting arrows in people's butts. <laughs> and, you know, it's not like that. Right. Well, from the national statistics, okay. it says that 29% of Christians do believe in reincarnation. So, good. At least, yeah, you know, we're getting awesome. somewhere there. I, I think one of the, the problems that I have with, especially with Christianity, is that people take it as a lump. They can't pick it apart for themselves. You want to believe Jesus yeah. is the son of God? Yeah. Great. You want to believe in reincarnation? Go for it. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a package deal. Right. Sep- you can separate and make your own package. Yeah. That's that. Anyway, there's still messages in there. Yeah. You know, that are that are positive and great. And and still even the words that come out of Christ's mouth are mm-hmm. essentially the same thing. Yeah. That we're saying absolutely is that we're all the same from the same energy, and that we can all be such. Yes, if you perceive yourself as yeah. such. Yeah. I'm not saying perfect. I'm no. not going to walk on water at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's, yeah, nobody's perfect, and that no. that is funny that you say that because I did read that. Is that the point of Christianity? Actually, I heard that in Dolores Cannon's book. The point of Christianity is to be perfect. And there's no such thing. Because if you don't think that the thoughts in your mind count, oh, they do. So unless you have 100% pure thoughts, you're not falling into this category. Well, there's no such thing as perfection on this side, in this realm. Well, that, yeah. However, the purpose of reincarnation, as far as I'm concerned, is to come back multiple times. Not to pay for sins. And it's not because you're forced. It's because... For your own good. You right. are your own judge and jury. Right. There's no God waiting there ready to greet you with a thunderbolt and throw you down <laughs> into a fiery that's lake. That's not a God. That's, no, that's not that, a God. That's We're a mm-mm. part of him. He wouldn't right. treat himself like that. No. He looks at us as his children, an extension. Yeah. We are his energy. So basically that part I I don't get. Right. But, well, let's, let's go on to Judaism. Okay. This was a difficult one. I sat and I read, you did too, read articles. Okay, can mm-hmm. you just give me the simple answer? Do Jews believe in reincarnation or not? And the answer is, I don't know. I think that, no. That was the gist of what we read, was that for the most part, they do not believe in reincarnation, but they're starting to become more progressive. Right. Is And so there just are... Just like Christianity. Right. It's There's now... Some rabbis that are coming forth and saying yes, mm-hmm. they kind of almost intertwine the Bible and uh, whatever that other one is that starts with a T. Sorry, I forget the Torah. That. No, something else. Uh, Never mind. But they're kind of saying that you're coming back to pay for sins, right? Um, and I don't buy that. No. Again, it's your choice. You're your own judge and jury. And the goal is kind of like Christianity on that side is to strive to be the perfect soul yes so you come back by your own choice Mm -hmm. to learn lessons that you feel are going to help you get closer to that energy to be closer to god which is essentially 
where Christ and Buddha and some of these higher level mortals that came here because they walked in that light almost from day one, right. essentially. So, of course, they would be close, closer to God. Right. Um, it's karma. Yeah. It, it's all of karma. Is so much of the energy on this planet. It is. It's, it's unreal. And we're here to pay back karma, our own. Yes. And actually, the, the Buddhist religion is the one that does focus a lot on karma and I think next week we'll do our episode on karma because it kind of fits with this one, but it was too much to lump into one. So I think next week we'll just do own, karma. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But let me tell you, so Buddhism is, um, they believe in rebirth, which is also the reincarnation, but they use the word rebirth. And it's right. governed by the law of karma, that good brings good and bad green brings bad. And the soul's karma transmigrates into other lives. Which is pretty much what we'll get into when we talk more about it. I don't it. consider myself a Buddhist, but I agree with a lot of that. I do too, yeah. And, and I think it's it's on the right track. Right. Now, Muslims, they don't believe in reincarnation at all. They believe that everyone dies one death and that after this, you have a different type of existence in your grave until the day of resurrection. And then everyone will be raised up and stand before their creator to be judged according to deeds. And that's pretty much, I believe, close enough to, to Christianity that, right. you know, your body and your soul come back together. And if you're good, then you go to the good place. And if you're bad, you go to the bad place. By, yeah. by the loving, wonderful God that we all feel is so gentle and loves us unconditionally. But mm -mm. Mm -hmm. sorry. Right. So the last one, um, last religion, so to speak, is that I looked up is spiritualism. And that's pretty much what I mean, we don't consider ourselves. Well, Kabbalahism also. That's a form of Judaism, it I believe. Is, you're right. Yeah, correct. OK. Um, spiritualism is what if we had to classify ourselves as a religion, what we would be. It basically means that you believe that there are spirits on the other side that are helping to guide you and, and blah, blah, blah. It's a bit more complicated yes, than that. But, but that's the so yeah. that's what when you look it up, that's yeah. what it says. But the thing that I love so much about spiritualism is that there's no set beliefs. Yep. So some people believe in reincarnation and some don't. It's right. left up to your own personal right. opinion and, yeah. you know. The mind is a very strong thing. It is. And uh, I read something really interesting about that um, in one of these past life regressions where she takes them through the death process. Right. Okay, so. That'd be that, interesting. Yeah, and um, essentially, you know, the way they that the other side presents it is that there's a civil court, and this is more than one uh, regression session. Right. This is many people that say the same thing that the other side explains that there's what you would call an imaginary silver cord that's connected. Your soul's connected to the source. Yes. So when you go to sleep, you travel to the other side. Uh, when you go in these hypnosis kind of states, you go to the other side. Um, it's perception. Right. So it's, it's just like when your body dies and you, you go to heaven or the other side, your soul leaves. Mm -hmm. Your mind is able to do that even when your body's alive, as long as that silver cable's not severed. Right. Well, in one of these, she takes them through, and they kind of explain, well, what about, you know, I believed in, in Jesus and this my whole, my, my whole life. Uh, or what if you believed in Jesus was the question, your whole life. And he said, 
the response was, is what your perception is, is what will be greeting you. That makes sense. Until, and there's always somebody there when you, the moment you cross over, you're never alone. Right. And there's always somebody there going, whenever you're ready to stop thinking this, Mm -hmm. we can move on. Yeah. So if you want to sit in a fiery lake, you might sit in a fiery lake. Yeah, you create your own reality. If you want Christ to greet you when you die, if you want Buddha to greet you when you die. It's whatever you perceive, but the truth is going to be revealed to you one way or another and see that whole mental kind of where your mind's still holding on to the worldly thing. Mm -hmm. It's hard to even convince the mind once you cross completely for some people. Right. So, yeah, but you're never alone. And there, there's always a guide right there going, whenever you're ready, we can get started. And, and then you go to what's wonderful and learn even more than what you learn here, but what you learn there is what helps you yes. when you come back. Exactly. Here. And believe it or not, you're doing it when you dream. Yeah, you you really are. We all learn. Um, I, I think the, the best way to, to start this part is to say that for all of us, I guess the goal is to get as high to high to the source as you can. So there's different levels on the other side, right? And and where your soul is in this journey is very personal. Yes. We all have multiple lives. And again, this is what we believe. So yeah. we're just explaining to you right. what we believe, what we've learned through books and and research and through talking to the other side. Okay. So what we believe is that when you get to the other side, you kind of go through a rest period, okay? And then you learn, you start learning about life and about what you did in this, not just this life, but in other previous lives and why you have to learn certain things while you're here. This life, people get upset that life is tough. Mm -hmm. They want life to be easy. It should just be a cakewalk. Mm -hmm. Well, it can be because there are resting lives that they talk about. Yes, you can go there and stay at one level and never choose yeah, to, to reincarnate, never mm-hmm. choose to to take advantage of the resources and the knowledge that is there. Yeah. And I'm talking about even future knowledge that hasn't even been exposed to us yet. Right. But or you can just work hard. Yeah. Because everybody there, it's not like a big competition, but every there everyone there is striving to be closer to the light right. closer to the energy source. Right. And unless you were perfect the day you came out of your mom, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be working. And this is part of it. Right. We're all here. We all chose to be here. Yes. Because it's one of the hardest places in our universe to be. Right. Well, and also you can, so you can live one life or you can live 600 lives. Mm-hmm. It just depends on you yeah. to live one life would probably be very difficult. And actually you don't even have to live that if all, okay. So all souls, they say were born at one time. It's just boom. souls. Okay. Right. And so you all start at the same level. What you do with that is your own, your own business. You're your own soul. There is nobody telling you what to do. So if you choose to never incarnate, right. that's okay. And the purpose, like you said, all souls began at the same time, kind of like Big Bang Theory, but there was more before even the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. So essentially, 
there were so many souls and not enough bodies to incarnate all the souls. So that's essentially why they make reincarnation possible. Uh-huh. So if everybody gets a turn. Yeah. Or 600 turns. So it is kind of weird to think like my life. Well, I'm not going to go that far yet. <laughs> but in terms of like simultaneous time and stuff that my yeah. life is being used and repeated right. for souls to jump into. Yes. To learn. Whole- <laughs> you can be either imprinted or actually spend a lifetime in my body. Right. Through simultaneous time. So kind of like when Jim Carrey's talking about there's no Jim Carrey. Yes, I was going to mention I that. I understand what he means. Yes. He's not crazy what he's saying. I no. get what he's saying is that ultimately it's just a body. Right. And he was Jim Carrey, the name given to him when he popped in that body. Right. And he's going to live that life. Right. But that's just one little piece of who you are. Yes. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. He just <laughs> wanted, I don't know if he wanted to confuse people, but it's like, maybe you should explain a yeah, little bit Jim, about Jim, I love you, man. You're a funny guy. Yeah. Trippy too. Yeah. But, so. <laughs> but explain a little bit because people are just like, what? You are Jim Carrey. <laughs> are you crazy? Yeah. That's funny. So, so anyways, so. You yeah, you can live one life or six hundred lives, and it really all depends on you. Yep, it depends on the lessons that you still need to learn. Mm-hmm. You can come back when you want to. There's nobody like saying you have to go back at this time. Right. It's also take it a step deeper. You plan these things in your life in advance. In advance with your soul family, mm-hmm. and your soul family are the people that are closest to you that you spend your soul lives like i don't know i don't want to say repeating because you're not repeating but take turns maybe like it's possible that in my last life you were my child yeah, you switch yeah, it, it, yeah you could have just been somebody on the outside do you know what i mean it but your soul family are the people that you kind of tend to to reincarnate with right and learn lessons with And that's why sometimes like kids and parents don't get along because they may remember from a previous life. Mm -hmm. That's something that I get asked all the time too. Well, if I've lived all these lives before, how come I don't remember them? Can you imagine how messed up you would be? Let's say you you've lived 300 lives and you come into this 301 and you remember all of those 300 lives. No, thanks. You're put here by yourself really to, Fix the things that you messed up through karma and to, I guess, become a, a full soul to learn yeah. the lessons, all the lessons. Yeah. And we're all in this life to learn different lessons. And we don't always most for the most part, we don't know what those lessons are while we're here. No, they according to, you know, some of these um, testimonies in this in this book is that actually when you're first born, you, you do remember. Yes. Um, and that's why a lot of times babies are frustrated and crying and it's not just cause they got poop in their diapers and they're hungry or they're tired. It's a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. And that is part of knowing what you knew and it's kind of, and it you can't fades. express it Yeah, and it fades it, as it, time goes on, it goes away. And then you start learning the new way of this world. And that's why there's a lot of kids. And you don't remember. Like most of the people that can say I've lived before are children. 
Yeah. Because they still do remember. Yeah. There's a lot of cases out there. A lot of reports. Yeah. It's yeah. an interesting thing to Google if you're ever like looking for something. Coming. Yeah, a lot of a lot of that. So um I asked our listeners if they believe that they have lived other lives and ninety one percent of them said yes or maybe. I I know wow. that I have. I know that you have. I don't know that I know anybody here that hasn't lived multiple lives. Yeah. I mean, we've all lived at least one, really, this one. It, it's so weird now, and my father and I are sort of reflecting on that together about how our lives as son mm. and father really mirror one another. The path, kind of, yes. some of the similarities. I mean, we're totally different people. But you know, there's a lot of similarities. But there's a similarities. lot of similarities of... Um, situations, yes. scenarios, outcomes. Right. Uh that's just mind boggling. Same with me and my mom. And I you have to what what we've really chosen because we do see those things, those parallels between our parents and ourselves, is we've taken those things that maybe we're supposed to change and we haven't repeated them. And mm-hmm. that was really important for me with my mom was that I didn't want to go down the same path that she did. I w- didn't want to end up addicted to drugs and dead at 51. I didn't. And I won't right? because I've decided that I'm not going to, but my life for a while was going right down that same path. Right. But you have that ability to stop it. Yeah. And I feel like that's a lesson that I had to learn why I don't know. And same with you. You'll know it when you get back there. That's right. And you kind of, you know, realize that's why I came here. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting for me, too, is like with my friend Tim, that I had experienced a situation with him where we were very close for many years and and I did something pretty shitty to him. And I didn't talk to him for a long time. And then I reached out to him Mm -hmm. and just he had. He didn't know me a damn thing and had no right or reason to ever accept an apology, yeah. but he did. And I told him, I told him that, um, that I felt like our souls knew each other. Right. I believe that you definitely. From a long time ago. And yes. this is before I ever believed in this stuff right things just started coming out of me like analogies and comments you know i was like where did that come from right and i realized that we were put here back here to learn something from each other you know yes and i learned a lot (laughs) i mean and i repeated the same mistakes in, in my life and I still had to learn from him, but I'm not running from him. Right. I'm facing him just like I faced him. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, things I've done in our relationship. Yes. And face, face you. I'm not, not running anymore. No. And that makes the all the difference. It and does. this might blow your mind too, is that you don't always, you don't only, as far as I believe and what I've am opening my mind to now is these lives don't necessarily consist of the earth. No. These lives go a lot of different places. Yeah. And you have to experience different worlds and different types of beings that you will be. But I can tell you the earth is one of the most aggressive. 
It is. This is a tough place. It's a tough place. I think it's it's a good place to learn lessons because it is so tough. Because I've I've been through the same kind of experiences that you have, and I've done some really shitty things, and I've had to make up for them. And I've also had to learn about them through karma. And some of the, it's karma, yeah, man. Some it's of all the, karma, right? It's a big game. It is. It, and you know we what? Take it so serious. <laughs> we do. But some of the worst karma that I've had to face in this life, I've asked to just give it back to me here. And I have. I've experienced things that I've done to people right back to me because, I I mean, I hate to say I asked for it, but I just deal with it, get it over with. I don't want to wait my whole life or into another life being like, when is this karma going to come back? So that's kind of the way that I've handled my past is like, just give it to me. Do you know what I mean? And I, too, through this this learning process, have seen the errors of my ways and I'm trying to learn from them so that I don't have to experience them. And like you have tried to mend um, relationships that have at times been yeah. broken. Yeah. You know, and it's hard because people don't necessarily see things the way that we do. Right. You know, even with Tom, I mean, Tom, I, you know, uh, one of the guys in my band, I played music with him semi-professionally for about five years. And then, you know, like human Ego and pride, we always want to get in the way of ourselves yeah. and and our our pride wouldn't come down and we didn't talk for a long time for about twelve years and yeah. here we are back and it's better, stronger. I couldn't I would never dream this ever. And those And the things, irony yeah. is that it could have been anybody, mm-hmm. but it was him. I definitely believe that these two people that you have talked about our soulmates. Yeah. And we talk about that. They both word. have the last name. Same, the same last, last name, name and they're not me. related. It's, yeah, it's, it's both interesting. Their first names start with a T and they have the same last name. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> weird. But these these people, like we take soulmate and we believe that it's like, oh, you're my husband and you're my soulmate and I'm supposed to be with you forever. That's not what a soulmate is. Mm-mm. Okay. And I mean, I don't know if we're going to get into this in another subject, but I'll just cover it real quick. I'll give you an example. My mom is, I consider her to be my number one soulmate. And maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I consider. And Thomas John, the medium, actually even said that. But my mom in this life was my mother and not my husband or wife or whatever. But, and she did some pretty bad things to me in my life. But I... After she died, I let it go. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because that is my soulmate. I really, truly feel that. And I feel that the things that she did to me right. were learning lessons, not just for her, but for me as well. Things for me to take in my life, the rest of my but life. But you didn't run from it. No. You faced it even after her death. Because for you, in order to grow and become closer to that energy, yes, you have to face it. Right. You know, so absolutely you didn't. Right. No, not at all. And these even people in your life that maybe you don't want to consider a part of your soul family, like your ex partner, Mm -hmm. they're in your soul family. Sorry to tell you, but they are. You made an arrangement with them before you came here to learn whatever you needed to learn together. And that doesn't mean that you did when you leave this life. That's up to you. And there's now there are times, of course, where like you can't 
mend a situation and you wonder, how can I learn from that situation so that I don't have to repeat it in my next life? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, the person won't accept an apology or they won't talk to you. But you know what? You do what you need to right. do to try and mend that. And if you can't, that's you, that's their problem. You've learned your lessons. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to learn when to not put your head on the chopping block. Exactly. Anymore, if yeah. That's what it's come down to. But it's not your your yeah. your lesson to learn if right. you've done all you need to do. Do you right. know what I mean? That's where I think people get upset, and and I've seen you do that too a couple of times, where it's like, well, how am I supposed to fix what I need to fix if they won't even accept? that you know me talking to them about or whatever right you know um you do the best that you can but these people are your soul family they're going to be with you in probably most of your other lives it's just the way it goes and when we say soul family i can't even really say does that mean only a certain amount of people i have no clue does it mean that i kind of feel like it can grow especially um Especially like if you're coming back and living other lives, um, you're coming across other souls. Mm -hmm. So I believe as you got to think about this, that you live forever. Right. So if we didn't have these options to do such, we'd get bored really fast. We really would. That's something that people kept saying um, on our page and have said, you've said it, I've said it. I don't want to come back here. Right. I did say that at first. I did too. But you know what? I really truly believe that eternity is such a long time. It's eternity. Right. It's forever. You're going to get bored. You're going to want right. to learn more. You can only learn so much right. in books and, you know. But at the same time. Life experience. I would say every, the common thread between all humans is nobody wants to die either. That's very because true. Because instinctively, no matter how much we hate this place, I would say 99.9% of us don't want to leave because we right. know it's value. It's <laughs> gift how wonderful it really is if you can, as I said before, look past some of these veils Mm -hmm. of what we perceive as reality and look at what's really here. Right. You know, but I think the soul family isn't necessarily limited to so many members. If you're coming back and living multiple lives, you're going to get in contact with other souls. You're going to fall in love with somebody else and have children with somebody else. Absolutely. But I know like for you, mm-hmm. the connection is so strong. I was going to talk about that. As opposed to like yeah. my ex. I was going to talk even about Even when that. I was at my happiest, which wasn't that happy. Right. It, it's a different connection. Well, it's not just that. You and I have a very different connection, yes. Then, But then you bring Marina into it, okay? And I was told by a psychic many, many years ago, a very reputable one, that I had two kids waiting to be born. But I didn't have to have them if I didn't want to. And this was in 2001. Okay. And in 2005, Marina was born. And I was not a part of her life until she was eight years old. Right. Okay. But I didn't want kids. I didn't. I wanted a situation like this. I wanted to bypass the the childhood the poopy diapers the poopy diapers <laughs> and and actually getting into my past lives I do understand a little bit more which we'll we'll talk about that next but I really truly feel like she was that daughter that right. this psychic was talking about yeah. and because I didn't choose to have her your ex wife did doesn't mean she wouldn't have been born no not at all she right. would have eventually right. maybe not as my as a child but I mean from you when 
They weren't specific in saying she's waiting to be born by you. No, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah, for she sure. She just said she's waiting to be born. Well, no, they did say for me. If I wanted her, she could have been mine is oh, what they you were could saying. Have actually given birth. Yes. I got you. But I chose not to. I understand. So I've always looked at this as their way of saying, okay, you don't want to have this child. Then we'll have somebody else have it for you. And the There's thing always is, an alternate plan. There is. But the weird thing about it is that Marina and I have so much in common mm-hmm. that I've actually even said this before that I'd love to have a DNA test done just to see if there's relation somewhere because we are so similar. But I see it now. I understand it now. It's not that she's, you know, biologically related to me. It's that she's a part of my soul family and could have possibly been my own daughter if that's what I would have chose. Right. But I didn't choose that. But she's still here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. So that's just, I like that story. I like to share that one. Too. All right. So what were you going to say about that? About the the past life regression. Right. Okay. So if you are interested in learning about your past lives, there is there are many ways to do that. And past life regression therapy is one of those. And that's hypnosis. So I asked our listeners if any of them have had uh, past life regression. And 26% said that they have. Um, I have, I had one before this, but let me tell you, I have experimented over the last few days because my friend Chelsea, she found, um, on YouTube, I'll I'll give everybody this information. This video is called hypnosis for past life regression, and it's by hypnotic labs. And it walks you through the whole process. It puts you under a self hypnosis. Right. Totally safe. Totally safe. Yeah. You're not going to die. No. Even, <laughs> but basically, like the gist of it is, you you go into this self hypnosis, and then you come to this long hallway, and there's doors, and you get to pick which door you want to go through, and in that door is a life that you've lived. And when I first heard about this, I was like, whatever, sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! When I did right. it, I was blown away. The first door that I walked through, I was immediately at what I believe is either Vietnam or maybe Pearl Harbor. I haven't quite figured it out yet i've been looking at the uniforms and i'm pretty sure it was world war ii i'm pretty sure it was pearl harbor but i haven't figured out yet anyways i saw myself as a soldier with the uniform and being killed in combat i want to get more into that one later i haven't like delved into it on my own i have to go back to that door but i wanted to get through a few of them before we did this episode and i haven't still haven't got a chance i know i I want to do it we'll do you know i've done hypnosis but yeah we do it together and even then i mean because some people might say, well, that's a bunch of baloney, you know, maybe even hypnosis in itself or that story. You just imagined something in under right. a state. But uh, the hypnosis I went to was by a famous lady, at Pat Collins, that was around in the 60s mm-hmm. and 70s and, and some of the 80s. Um, she did a show and it was comedy based, but um, she'd bring 12 people on stage and she would end up with the most... hypnotized person left on the stage at the end i was the last guy i went there as a total skeptic and Mm. i'm like i'm gonna get up on the stage and show my family who i was there with that this was all baloney (laughs) um and the funny part was is everything she suggested to me while i was under i'm can hear her Mm -hmm. and and i'm sort of thinking to myself i'm not going to do this i'm not going to do it and i would do everything she suggested right and i'm in front of maybe 100 people in this theater and yeah. Normandy Casino or something. But the most amazing part about it was she took two chairs and she had some gentlemen up there that were her band because she had a little jazz band behind her and they would 
stop. When they stopped, they'd help her be assistants. Well, they put two chairs, one right underneath my Achilles tendon on my ankle, the backs of them, mm-hmm. and one right under my neck. Yeah. They laid me, she said, pretend you're stiff as a board. They laid me across this chair with just, or two chairs with just on my neck and my Achilles tendon. Mm-hmm. And I stayed there flat as a board. I physically could never do that at any age in my life. <laughs> they put a glass of water on my stomach. Yeah. And and I kept thinking, oh, my back, my back killing me, man. Was I, it hurting? I, I could feel the tension because yeah. I was so tense. Right. But I wouldn't let go. No. As long as she said, you stay there as long as I tell you. Right. Well, the thing about self-hypnosis, though, is that you don't need somebody else to help you come out of it. Right. That's the cool thing about this That's video. That's why I want to do those. Yeah. You you put yourself under, you bring yourself out, okay? So I'm. it's very strange that that was the first door that I went into because, honestly, war is one of the things that turns me off the most. I right. don't like war movies. I don't like anything about it. I don't even like to talk about it. So the fact that that was my first door blew my mind a little bit. Wow. Okay? So then I... I went to work, did you know what I needed to do, came home and went into another one. And this one was even better. Uh-oh. This was Egypt, ancient Egypt, nice. okay? And I have developed this fascination with Egypt. Like we went to the Getty Museum and came across um the Egyptian stuff there and there was um a mummy and I was just so taken by it. I could have sat there in that room all day and I had no idea why it made no sense. And ever since then I've been like, Ooh, Egypt. Like I want to go, I want to learn more. Okay. So second door is I open and it's me as a woman in ancient Egypt, very thin, dark skin, pregnant with two kids at her side, wearing barely any clothes, getting water um, out of the Nile. And there's marketplace around, and I'm miserable. I'm absolutely miserable. And I have I haven't gone back to that yet. Wow. But that's I gnarly. believe that I know what happened. I believe I died in childbirth and that's how I died. And that that's one of the reasons that I never wanted to have kids of my own. Uh-huh. I can't wait to go back into that door and learn more. Do you think you'll be able to pick that door? Like how do you? Yeah, you oh, can. You can go back to any door, the like one? the guy when Dolores Cannon does. Oh, it. that's right, because yeah. he does go back into mm-hmm. the same one. Because I was like, I don't know. You're like a kid in a candy store. You're like, ooh, okay. Well, here's this one. Right. I'm gonna come back here later. Yeah, but I really want to delve back into that one. I, I, I don't honestly care about the next one now. I want to go back into the Egypt one because it, right. it really is fascinating to me that I've been so fascinated with it, and that was uh, that's a magical place. Yeah, and we have no clue. No. We've blocked it out, but yeah, it it had absolute purpose and meaning. What's really cool about these past life regressions, and I I know, like you said, some people may be sitting here going, well, this may just be your imagination. Yeah. But the thing is, is that a lot of the things that I saw in both of those doors, I had no idea about. I didn't know what the uniforms were like in in any of these wars, (laughs) but I, I really specifically saw that the helmet was round and hard it didn't have any um like i think some of them nowadays have like um mesh over them didn't have anything like that i was wearing high boots that looked like either they were brown dirty black or brown and my pants were tucked in so these are things that i don't know anything about i also heard names um and numbers and then also in egypt there were things that i was like i had no idea that this was what egypt was like and i told you i'm like it kind of reminds me of aladdin a little bit with the marketplace like all these people just like 
you know, trading goods and, and whatnot. It right. was, um, yeah, very much blew my mind. So yeah. I definitely believe in it. Yeah. And now, especially now after doing it, I had had one before years ago, but I don't remember much about it. But I do suggest that anybody that's interested in this, go and check that video out on YouTube. For sure. Because since it is self-hypnosis, you can bring yourself out of it and you don't even have to go through with it if you don't want to. Yeah. And then if you find that it's something that you enjoy, you can always go to a hypnotherapist and have this done professionally. Yeah. I wish Dolores was still alive. Me too. I'd be, I'd She's be so flying awesome. to Alabama. <laughs> is that where she was from? I think so. Yeah. yeah I don't know. She's yeah, pretty she awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah. That, but I'm really excited to try that. I just haven't had a moment, but I really want to. Yes, I, we'll need to do it, and then you can tell our listeners about it on the yeah. recap next week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, totally. So um, then we had a couple of listener questions that people wanted to know about, and one of those was, do pets reincarnate? And I honestly believe that they do. Now, you've listened to more of Dolores Cannon stuff and read more, so you probably know more on the subject than I do. But I do believe that our pets reincarnate, for sure. Well, my understanding is that we have to spend lives as all different kinds of things. Yes. Not just, you could come back as a tree. Yes. Believe it or not, there are, there are each, all these things have their own energy, their own soul, and it's a different level. Yeah. So I think at some point I was that. Really? Because I feel very connected. Like, I always talk to you about the sequoias. Uh-huh. And that I just, like, when we even went to Yosemite, I just couldn't wait to get in the forest. And you right. guys are always like, or <laughs> not you guys, but a lot of people are always like, let's go to the beach or something. And I would oh, much no. <laughs> rather go where there's trees. Right. I so trees. I feel a connection to that. Uh, you know, the pyramids, I'm curious because I've always felt the connection and, and an intrigue there. I mean, I feel like, this many thousands of years later, we're still trying to engineer and figure out how they did it. Right. And I don't think we did it by ourselves. Right. There's there's just no way. But I think we were shown a good way. Right. So I guess the answer to that question is, yes, pets reincarnate, but they may not reincarnate as just pets. They may come back as something else. Yeah. I, I do believe, like Sabbath, our black lab, he reminds me a lot of my yellow lab Tahoe. And so I wouldn't be surprised if he was Tahoe reincarnated. And I have noticed that when I do readings for people, for dogs that have been gone a long time, yeah, it's very hard for me to connect with them. Huh. And so that makes me wonder if it's because they've already reincarnated. I mean, we know a piece of their soul is still there, but it's, it's like such a, a hard connection that it definitely right. isn't like, connecting with the dog that died last week. I, I don't feel that there's any difference, honestly. Right. I just feel like they're an energy, they're a soul, mm -hmm. and they're on their own path. <clears throat> so they may come back as this or that or whatever. And Yeah. These are all, like, questions that we still have a lot of, like... I, yeah, I don't know everything. No. I, I and don't know I anything. I wonder, like, um, since we do get to pick our path and... and the life of a dog is so short, for example, right? Right. I feel like they you choose that life 
because you can complete a lot of karma in that life as a dog yeah. in a shorter amount of time. Yes. You have to, you don't know what you're going to deal with. You no, have a you, lot. That's a crapshoot mm-hmm. coming in as a dog. You could get a good family like ours, or you could get a crap family that puts yeah. you out in the backyard and feeds you all Roy. And you don't get nearly the time. No, not at all. Yeah. So then I wonder, like, a dog that maybe has aggression issues, is there a reason why? Is that from a past life? Right. Do you know what I mean? Or a dog that's really badly abused, did they choose that? Did they choose to come here and live that so that they could fulfill more karma? And we'll get into that about the karma next week. But so that they could fulfill more of those in that life to not have to come back as many times. Because really that's the goal, I guess you could say, is to learn your lessons that um, may very, very yeah. may very well be why you're so connected to animals yes. because maybe you had a life as an abused animal. It could be, or and you know what? I have this very weird, strong connection to dolphins, so maybe I was a dolphin. Looper. That's my spirit animal, <laughs> <laughs> and dolphins are very human-like. So. I mean, it's so trippy to think about, but <laughs> what I love anything. about it is that it's yeah, it's just it's infinite, it's infinite man. It's, <laughs> it's all like perception and infinite. Yeah. Um, you so won't be bored. You won't be disappointed. We're going to just be seeing you again soon. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. We honestly, even if two hours couldn't fit all of this reincarnation stuff no, in. I could go on. Forever. Yeah. So if you're, if you're interested in it, you're always welcome to ask us questions, but I would definitely consider reading Dolores Cannon's books about, um, oh, all keepers of, of the garden that's the alien one that's the alien one mm-hmm. but uh between death and life that one talks a lot about reincarnation and the things that we talked about today past life regressions yes it's basically what that's based on yes for it, all exactly. different interviews with different people yes not interviews sessions sessions with the, pa- for the past she life regression yeah yeah yeah. Cool. So, yeah well i think we've uh done it do you have anything else you got to add no, I think that's all I have. Wow. Yeah. That was a good one. That was good. That yeah, was I could go. Fast. Like I said, I could go on and on, but I won't. Right. Yeah. Well, do you have anything you would like to play? Well, let's talk about our social media, shall let's we? Let's do it. So we now are on all major podcast platforms. So you can find us anywhere. Yay. iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever Buzz. your... Yeah, Buzzsprout and Google and you name it, we're there. So you can find us anywhere. And if you'd like to find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, our pages are at Spiritual Joneses. And then our Twitter is at Spiritual Jones. We also have a YouTube where you can watch as a video. Um, Not us, but, you know, you can listen to it as a video, basically. And that's um, also Spiritual Joneses or always look up. Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. That is us. Yay. Yay. And then if you would like to talk to me about reading or have a reading, you can find me on the web at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. Nice. Yay. Good job. Yeah. Okay. My turn? Your turn. All right. Well, if you like art, I do art. And you can find me on the web at djonesartcollection.com. I just finished a new page but it's not on my web page but it is on my facebook and instagram you can find me there as well d jones art collection dot uh, not dot com d jones art collection for both of those facebook and instagram and i posted a new picture on both of those will be up on my website soon of selena selena uh, so i'm happy yeah, it's cool got some good good, one. good feedback it's mm-hmm. a colorful one and um so I'm pretty stoked about yeah. it. Yeah. 
Um, so, and if you like music, Gypsy Brown is the band that I play in, and you can find us also on the web, gypsybrown.com, and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Instagram is Gypsy Brown Music, Brown with an E, in yes. case you don't know. <laughs> and I know I've been waiting to share some exciting Are you news. actually going to do it today? I'm doing it today. Do it today. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Ready? Ready? Drum roll. Ready? And... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was kind of a letdown. um, We are welcoming a new member into the band, uh, a longtime friend of of all of ours, and an absolutely extraordinary musician and drummer. Milo Tedesco. Yay, Milo. Welcome to Gypsy Brown. Welcome, Milo. Yeah. Um, I know people are going, that's what we've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> the, whatever amount of people are actually listening. But yeah, who's Milo? Uh, for many of you, you won't even know. But for us, uh, in this local area, he's probably the best drummer that we could have landed. Yes. And um, we got really lucky. We're lucky that we know him as a friend. And that he is loving what we're doing. He's amazing. Uh, We had our first rehearsal with him. And, you know, he's been learning on his own with the songs that we've got. But uh, he just came in and just knocked us. It was amazing. Our socks off. I couldn't believe it. So, anyways, welcome, Milo. So happy to have you. Welcome to the family. um, Nisha Berry will know exactly what (laughs) I'm talking about. Uh, The plan is coming together nicely. Nicely. Um, And it's... um, it's funny. Milo is like one of those guys where I felt like when I met him 20 years ago or 30 years ago now and played music with him, I knew that I was, because I told you this, I was like, I'm I'm going to put him on the back burner until I have something right. really significant to come back to him mm-hmm. with. And I just mentally made that note, like, I'll see you later. And it worked. Yeah, so, it sure did. Um. And just by chance. Yeah. Just the way things It's just the way that life works. And this is a great lesson in the fact that life is going to take the direction that it's supposed to, because none of us really saw this coming. I mean, maybe we did, but we didn't. Do you know what I mean? Not right away. No. no. It was, it, but it was a clear path of we were on. Right. And the, the way timelines line up, you have to be patient in your life and we'll maybe share this story someday. It just really, um, it showed us how life has a plan and even though that plan doesn't always make sense yeah. at what at the time that you're worried about it, eventually yeah. it does. And don't be afraid to ask what what you believe in, God, universe, angels, spirits. Don't be afraid to specifically ask for what it is yes. you want. And manifest you don't, it. You manifest it. Yeah. So you you start desiring it. You start asking for it. You start putting in the footwork. Yep. And it will happen. It will. And we got lucky. This thing is is going to be super duper. Yeah. I can't wait to share it. Me too. Um, I can't wait. For you know, I could look at it and go, oh, another setback. You know, we got to start with someone new. Right. But you know what? No way. Yeah. I was like blown away. Everything so. happens for a reason. It really does. It may not make sense at the time, but it really does happen for a reason. So when we do play, folks, I'll be sharing that with you. Don't worry. You're not yeah. missing out on anything. No. But it'll be a little bit, but we're not that far away. Not as it's far as I music. thought we were away a while ago. Yeah, it's so. great music. Anyways, well, that's about it for me. That's it. Well, we really appreciate everybody's time and tuning in again another yes. week with us. And any new time listeners, thank you so much, yes. you guys. Thanks, Thanks for, for the listening. questions and the feedback. Yep. Give us emails with all the same. You want to add some music, just yep. throw it out there. Everything, anything you got, send so. us email, spiritualjoneses at gmail.com. Yep. 
Well, we hope you have a great week. Yep. And we will see you next week for we, karma. We will. Karma. Yes. Awesome. Until then. Peace, peace and, and love. love.